It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jay Giles Band on a Thursday. It is the warm-up show. I got something for you that you're going to love. This is right up your alley. What we got? I mean, if there's two guys that can relate to this guy, it's Al and Eddie. I mean, without a question. Is he childless? Four kids, four dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Uh, that is Max Scherzer. Four kids, four, four dogs. Four kids, four dogs. Could you imagine? No. I have two kids and two cats. It's enough. Well, Eddie has uh, multiple dogs. No kids, though. No kids. Right. You could have multiple kids, no dogs. Correct. The multiple kids, multiple dogs. I bet you that dude's never home. Maybe not. Although off season, he's home. That's when you're handling. The he business. did say he feels like he's got a second job because of the responsibilities when he's away from the ballpark. Yeah, it's called being a dad, Jack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Now, which guy was this, Ver, Verlander or Scherzer? Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. He's a yes. dude with two different color eyes. Correct. Right? Yes. Very intense. Very intense. Like, you listen to Verlander talk, it's like uh, Emmanuel Barberi. Hey, very, very soothing. Smooth, yes. You listen to Max Scherzer talk, it's Sal. Yeah. He's like, in your face. <laughs> yeah, I do like him. I love Max Scherzer. As far as my Mets pitchers go now, he's number one. Well, he is number one. Like, I'm as far as Mets my, pitchers go. In my heart as well. Right, but, like, in the rotation, too. Like, he's number one. Number two. Number one. Verlander. Right. And, and again, in the rotation, he's number two. That's about right. I don't know if we have a number it three. It doesn't matter. You've got Scherzer and Ver. Here's the, Who is the number here's three Here's all you the need Mets. to know about the Mets before yeah. we do that. Here's what you need to know about the Mets. Are they these two? I'm specifically okay, talking about. Okay, these two dudes. I want to know right now if you think come October... They are both healthy. I do. Okay. And I'm, by the way, I'm Mr. Negative. I always think everyone's getting hurt. I believe in these two dudes. Yes. But here's my question for you. Are they, come October, pitching at a high level like they will? Because here's what you do know about them. In April, they are going to be ripping it up. And in May, they're going to be ripping it up. Mm -hmm. Come September and October. Remember what happened in Atlanta this year with Scherzer? Pitched, eh. Playoffs, eh. He wasn't the same. Are these two ready for a big postseason run? Yes. Okay, Verlander did not have a good postseason run this year, and they won I the World understand. Series. I understand, Jerry. Okay. And I'm Mr. Negative. I think well, I worst-case scenario, everything. Let me ask you this question. We're, like, talking sports now. This is crazy. Sports predictions as well, as well Jerry. Do you think at any point during the season that, I forget his first name, Sanga will pitch better than those two. Yes. I do, too. I is he the too. number three pitcher? I don't know. What's his first three name? Or four. Is it Co- I, I think Kodai? it's Carl. Who? Carl. No, it's not Carl, you jackass. <laughs> Might be Kodai. I think you're correct. Kodai Sanga, yeah. I believe, is his name. Now, I don't know much about him other than he pitched in Japan, but... They're expecting. I I'm with you on this one. I think he might be the best at some point this season. He might be the best pitcher in the rotation. I, I wonder how strange it is to come over from Japan or the Dominican Republic. Well, how about this? Why don't you go to Japan for a few I weeks d- and tell us how you think it goes? Imagine, Hard. I couldn't go there to vacation 
and not be stressed out. Because As opposed of, to work. Right, because of a different culture. This guy's coming to well, the Queens. But he's, I do he's got to be like, how am I getting to the ballpark every day? I do think what's easier for him than would be for us. Yeah. He's going to have a translator translator with him everywhere he goes. Okay. So that helps right off the bat. So as if I go to, to Japan and me, you and I visit Japan and we bring a translator. A translator. Much easier. And one you trust. Yes. And one you trust. So that no matter where you are, you know what's going on. Right. As opposed to staring at your phone and doing Google Translate. But this translator, I would want someone, who, like if I was a Senga coming here from Japan, I would want a translator that. It, that is uh, lives and really knows New York, right? That's for sure. Want. Oh, absolutely. So you're not bringing someone from Japan. No, I would think you want someone that is yes. either from Japan but moved here yes. that knows the lay of the land. And I would think if you're Kodai, Kodai, yeah, I would think if you're Kodai Sanga, you probably live in Manhattan anyway. Yeah. Now, is the translator also responsible for finding fun stuff to do? Because that's what I would want. If no, I was, think that would be up to his personal assistant. Now I got another. So, but you and I go to Japan. We got to get a translator. Are we making thirty? Well, I don't know what. Let, me, check, let, gotta, me, let me see what his contract is. And I got to bring another person to uh, come well, up with if stuff. If you would like to, if you want to enjoy yourself and be worry yeah. free, I would say so. So he signed. Yeah, I mean, come on, five years, seventy-five million dollars. He can have a personal assistant. Okay, good. He's fine. He, yeah. he can pay that personal assistant two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. No problem. Business expense. Yeah, but that is weird, like coming over from another country. And then yeah. coming, not only coming over from another country, coming to New Do you think it'd be better to come to New York from Japan or like you go to. Give me a small town team, Jerry. I can't think of one. A small town, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Or is it better to Although come Pittsburgh's to. Although Pittsburgh's not a tiny town, but. Well, like Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. That's Laverne a good and one. Shirley worked. Sure. Would it be better to do that or go to a... Because Japan, I, I, I picture would, Japan as a big city. I would think that you're better off in New York because yeah. I would think there's a much bigger J- uh, Japanese population here. Another good point. I would think. More Japanese restaurants. Yeah, I would think so. And you can feel a little bit more at home. You're telling me Milwaukee's not known you know for Japanese should, restaurants? You know who we should talk to? Tom Selleck. What does he do? I mean, he played baseball in Japan. For real or a character? You never saw You never saw the movie? For real? I did not. Oh. Yeah, he played. That's why he wore the Tigers cap and a Magnum PI because he was a real baseball player for the uh, Japanese Tiger team. On Magnum PI, he was a baseball player. Did you watch anything? No, he wore the Tigers hat. Okay, he was a private investigator, but he wore the Tigers hat because he was he... a Tigers fan, I suppose. But oh, that I was see. whether it was written into the script or what. That's what he wore in the show. Oh, okay. But and I'm aware then of he that. then he did the movie Mr. Baseball where he was this big American star and he goes to Japan and he had to come and understand their way of doing. You never saw that movie. I never saw that. It's actually pretty good. I'm a Field of Dreams, Eight Men Out only baseball movies for me. Bull Durham. Mm-mm. Didn't like Bull Durham. No. Okay, I didn't either. By I the way, I didn't care for Susan Sarandon. I thought it was okay. Yeah, she was a pig in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but she was. What do you mean? She was a floozy. Oh, is that right? And she wanted to sleep with the next up-and-coming guy. And really? she finally settled in on uh, Kevin Costner, and they lived happily ever after. But, yeah, she was. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I didn't care for her. Do you remember the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, kind of. That's what she was. And living in that small little town. And then guys would come and go, and then she'd be done with them. And then the next guy would come in. From Edison, New Jersey, by the way. Is she really? Yep. I did not know that. Went to Edison High. Hmm. So you're not the most famous person from Edison. Nope. What no, you're saying. no, he is <laughs> not. close. He is not. pretty close. You and Susan Sarandon. I think there's an astronaut also. 
an okay. astronaut. Buzz Aldrin. Right. No, no, no. Not him. More of a modern astronaut. Modern astronaut. Hey, would you say is Sinatra the most famous New Jersey? Right? He was from Hoboken. Hobo. Yeah. Right? Would you say he's probably, he's got to be. No? I'm going Bruce well, Springsteen. Well, I'm going to go Thomas Edison. No. No one cares about no one cares about inventors, Eddie. Already? <laughs> As you look on your phone. <laughs> jackass. <laughs> Recency bias would be Bruce. Right. But I don't know. Sinatra might be more than all of them. It depends where you go. If you go to Hoboken, it's well, people love yeah, Sinatra. So if you go to Rumson, it's gonna be it's gonna be Bruce. Of Jersey course. Shore, Bruce Springsteen. Of Jerry. course. Jerry, if you're in the Stone Pony, the most famous person <laughs> is Bruce Springsteen. It's not gonna be Frank Sinatra or yeah. Thomas Edison. No. <laughs> What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have two other baseball media notes for you, Jerry, since we're in, oh, the, okay. in the baseball thing. Apple, sort of. Apple TV, who uh, was much uh, criticized. Maligned. <laughs> Maligned was the word. Good one. Well, it sucked in the beginning. <laughs> Apple TV is moving on from Katie Nolan. Boy, this Katie Nolan. What has happened to her? And Melanie Newman. I'll tell you what happened to Katie Nolan. Everyone saw potential, and no one knew what to do with her. How about this? Put her on camera. They don't know what to do. This ain't Katie Nolan's fault. This is everyone paying Katie Nolan and then going, uh, what do we do with Katie Nolan? They don't know what to do with her. I don't under, I don't get so that. So they bring her on Apple TV Plus. Uh, uh, and she had said, now I got this from the Andrew Marchand uh, article in the New York Post about this, that Katie Nolan said that Apple sold her on their vision of making the broadcast sound like a podcast in an effort to be like casual, Jerry. The second they put her on and people were like, what is this? They were like, oh, okay, no, we're not doing that anymore. Well, remember, she disappeared in the first broadcast. She disappeared there. They, they're, in the, Previously, ESPN paid Katie Nolan to do nothing. Uh, well, to do a podcast that I don't know didn't go over so well. Right? Wasn't that it? But they all had this, they had this idea that Katie Nolan was the next big thing, right? Sure. Because she was popular on uh, YouTube on things she was doing on her own. Right. A blog and a... They're like, oh, my gosh, Katie Nolan's the next big thing. Let's sign her so no one else can sign her. And then they didn't do anything with her. If you're ESPN, yes, and I mean this sincerely, why would you have not put her on SportsCenter? I don't know. I mean, SportsCenter had gotten to a point where Eddie's talking to you if you can't hear him because I can he hear is. him loud and clear. He's making jokes. If if you're – SportsCenter has gotten to a point where they really give the anchors personality. Yes. Why would you have not put her there? I don't know. They put her in – She's had a weird career. She's made money. She's made a lot of money. But they've paid, uh, companies paid her to park her somewhere. It's very strange. And they never had any plan for her. Very bizarre. It really is odd. And that Apple broadcast did get, and that's why Wayne Randazzo is now in L.A. Yeah. You know, midway through the season, they realized we got to put, like, real broadcasters and guys that know what they're doing and sound seasoned as opposed to making, they were in the beginning, I can make the case, if she wants to call it a podcast feel, whatever. It felt more like college TV than it did a real major league broadcast. Yeah. By the end of the season, it was a good, legit broadcast. And I think they realized, yeah, I guess trying to reinvent the wheel didn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. 
That's why Wayne Randazzo's gone. They used him. He was really good, and he got the job in L.A. I was also reading that they're going to add Dontrell Willis as okay. uh, a... But that's a good former player, pitcher... That has been on the field. He's done it. That's that's what I want to hear from Right, they're analysts. going old school, Jerry. An actual broadcaster. And a player. And a former player. It works. Always has. Always will. Now, on radio, it's a little different. Radio, because usually, unless you're John Sterling, you don't call all nine innings. You want a guy that's going to call a few innings. So sometimes, like in the Met booth, you don't have a, in the Met radio booth, you don't have a former player. Right. You have broadcasters. That's fine, too. Why can't radio guys do the whole game? I think they can. I don't know if they want to. I mean, it's every day, perhaps. But, but Gary Cohen's there every day. He's doing Correct. the TV. But if you're not going to do every single game, someone's got to step in at some point. So why not give him a couple of, you know, I would think Howie probably does six of the nine innings every game when he's there, right? I would think. Or is it yeah. seven and two? I think it would be think, six and three. Yeah. But he is going to get vacation time. Yeah. So you want someone that's going to step in and. Be ready to do it. Step your game. I don't know. Up. John Sterling calls every inning. Always has, as far as I remember. I think Michael. Do you remember Eddie when they were on ABC? Did Kay get innings, or we see yes. the, he did right? So it's only been since these last 10, 15 years where he's oh, done longer than inning. that. But when Susan was uh, joined the broadcast, okay, because she's not a play-by-play person, right. so John did the whole thing. So there you have it. And that's what they're looking for for the. For the Yankee broadcast now, the, t- the radio broadcast, right? They're looking for a person that would... That will fill in when John's going right. to miss road trips. How about this? Katie right. Nolan. It's not going to be Katie Nolan. It's going to be Brendan Burke. Idea. Brendan Burke. It's, I would think so. Brendan Burke, was he's really good with the Islanders. He was outstanding filling in. I would think it's going to be him. I don't mm-hmm. know that. That's that your be betting my, favorite? That would be my betting favorite. I don't know how it couldn't be. All right, we take a break. 537. It's Alan Jerry till 6, a very fast-moving hour, and then Boomer and Geo on the fan. 